We don't have to have all this guilt and shame and, oh, well, I'm not good at that. Well, I'm really great at this. So let me just focus on this piece, right? And that's what's so beautiful. Each design has its own strengths. So leveraging those are important. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, this episode is sponsored by my very own digital marketers workgroup. Yeah, I can sponsor myself. Get your applications in our exclusive membership that gives you training, support, and the job opportunities you need to build experience and command premium rates as a service provider is opening soon. The end of March, beginning of April, the Digital Marketers Workgroup will open to new members. Now, here's the thing. You need to be solid in your services. You need to have a pricing guide, a website, a portfolio, something that sells your services, and you need to be confident that you could get the client because this is not a course. This is a community. Every month we have advanced trainings. We help each other with feedback, support. We help you with troubleshooting, but we're really there to encourage and refer each other. The link to apply is in the show notes. We only open a few times a year. Right now, the cost is $47 a month, well worth one hour of client work a month. You can do this. I'll see you inside. There's nothing wrong with you. If you are working as a service provider and you're feeling frustrated, a little bit of resentment, some bitterness, if just something feels off, it's not you. And that doesn't mean you need to quit. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. We're all designed differently. We all have different ways of forming relationships, different ways we make decisions and work in true alignment. And that's why here on the podcast today, I have a expert, Daniel Laura, teaching us all about human design, helping us understand it so we can improve our client relationships, so we can understand when we best work, when we're in the zone and when we're not. Hey, I'm your podcast host, Emily Reagan. I'm feeling very passionate about this show, if you can't tell, because I've been freelancing for over 13 years and I did not have this insight when I first started. I just know that, hey, I'm a Sagittarius. Hi, I'm Year of the Monkey. I'm an Enneagram 7. I'm an EFTJ. I don't actually know my Myers-Briggs, but you know, we all boil down our personalities into these quizzes, like on the dispersonality, I'm the dominant. Yay, hurrah, so what? Okay. I think that there's so much more insight into how we live our lives. We have to set up our businesses to be in alignment or it's not going to be a business that's going to be sustainable. We're not going to be making money in the future. It's going to feel like a grind and we're not going to be happy people. We're going to take it out on our family, like all of the negative things. Okay, but here's what's possible. You create and design a business that's aligned with you. Imagine the ultimate job satisfaction, working with the best clients who are the best fit, being part of a mission where you're passionate and you're very mission-driven, like you feel part of the team or whatever that is to you. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you work alone. But there is a better way and so much of this comes from self-awareness, knowing how we best work, and then creating boundaries around that work. So we're not just saying yes for the wrong reasons, yes for desperation for money, yes because we don't know any better. So this episode today is truly going to help you take those next steps to figuring out what you need to do when it comes to your calendar, how you work, how you quote projects and position your offers in your services and pricing guide. Should you do hourly? Should you do projects? Our human design can actually help us figure some of that out and give us permission to make pivots so that we really are looking out for ourselves. I don't want anyone here saying yes to a new client, having it not work out because it wasn't in alignment, whatever happened, and then quitting quitting on their dream. I I do see this happen. It's not easy being a freelancer. So let's make it easier by leveraging our human design in business for sustainable success, for impact, for being on the right team in the right position and surrounding ourselves with those who will only amplify our human design and complement. 
Okay, so today in the house, Danielle Laura. She's a two-time number one best-selling award-winning author. She's a human in design and Gene Keys expert strategist. She's a spiritual advisor and founder of the HOT Hot Method. In her private work, she guides conscious companies, celebrities, and power couples around the world, helping them ignite their innate gift and mastering their energetic orders. She comes from a background of Western medicine, you guys, but she's gone down this pathway of human design, which combines elements of astrology, the Kabbalah, the chakra system, to provide insight into our unique personality, our strengths, and our life path. I want you to truly understand yourself and make better decisions that are aligned with your true nature. And there's very big opportunities to use this as a service provider. Know your human design and use it as your selling point. At the end of this podcast, I'll talk about some ways you can do that. First of all, Danielle has a really awesome freebie to help you go further because it's so much more than the design type. There's other things you might want to know, and you can really make decisions to have greater satisfaction and success in your life when you understand yourself. But before we get started, our Digital Marketers Workgroup is opening again in April. Below in the show notes, you'll find the application. This is so much more than job opportunities. Yes, we just posted four different jobs from seven-figure business owners. We have job leads coming for you, so you don't have to market yourself, but it's really more about community It's about creating awareness about yourself, just like this episode, so you can build that aligned business, so you can get eyes on your marketing assets, so you can have a safe space to process this and really make the steps you need to to get to that freelance or holy land where you're with the premium clients charging the premium rates. There's a lot of work you need to do. It's not easy doing it on your own. And the Digital Marketers Workgroup can help you up-level your services, up-level your business, up-level your mindset, and surround yourself with the high achievers who are going places. That is your referral network. And we'd love to be referring and working with you. Get your application in now, and we'll be opening the doors in April. Okay, now let's jump into all things human design. Danielle, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here giving us insight to us as service providers and how we work with our clients so we can have the best success, the profitable business, all the stuff we dream of as a freelancer. So tell everyone hello and a little about you and what you do and get into what human design is. Yes, thanks, Emily. I'm so excited to be here with you talking about all things human design and how we can really leverage that in our businesses. I'm Danielle Bora. I am a human design and gene keys expert strategist for service-based business owners in really helping them know how to leverage their, their superpowers energetically in their business for the path of least resistance so they can have the level of success, fulfillment, and impact that they really crave. Yes. What did you do before all of this? I'm always interested in where our podcast guests start because we get so inspired knowing that what we went to school for or what we did, you know, out of high school or in our 20s doesn't necessarily translate to the business we have today. Oh, that is the freaking truth. So I was I was in Western medicine as a nurse and then a clinical therapist and then a medical executive. So what's kind of fascinating is I love the science behind things, right? Like that's like my Western medicine background. But I also have, you know, I've had the spiritual gifting all of my life and love the woo side of things as well. So human design is really both. It's science and spirituality combined that really allows us to tie in both ends of the spectrum. So it was really for me when I found it like the missing link beyond just like Western medicine and scientific data, but then there's energy. And that's something I was like, there has to be something else beyond just this. And that's when I just became super curious stumbled upon human design and gene keys like seven years ago when it was not popular. Nobody was talking about this. It absolutely changed my life. And then I ended up leaving corporate and starting my business. And you know, here we are about seven years later. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was going to plug that for you. You started human design before it was trendy, which I will call it trendy right now. A lot of people are talking about it, getting into it. So how, how did you even discover it? Like what happened? 
Well, it started with me just becoming so disillusioned with just like Western medicine and feeling like there was a lack of healing beyond just the physical and then the mental, right? Because I was on both ends of the spectrum being a clinician and then on the masters of in counseling end of things. And I was like, there has to be something else because why am I feeling all of this energy from my patients, for example? Why am I taking on all of this stuff? Like I cannot be freaking crazy. I know I'm not crazy, but why do I feel all of these things? And why do I know all of these things? Why do I sense all of these things? Why am I so easily influenced by other people's moods, right? All of these things. And so I was like, okay, Google. And I'm like, what is the missing link? What is beyond Western medicine? I was just typing anything into Google that I could possibly find because I was obsessed. I knew intuitively there had to be something else. Mm -hmm. And I just came up upon all of these different articles related to human design and gene keys. And I was like, what? And I'm like going into it. And at first I was super skeptical because, you know, at this point in time, I was like all you know, scientific data driven. (laughs) And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know about this. This seems a little cuckoo. But at the same time, I was also like, okay, well, I'm willing to try it out and just like, you know, soak up the information, apply it to my life and see if it's actually legit or not. Because I was like, so desperate at that point to find the missing link, right? So I just became obsessed. I think I had like a master's level degree of understanding this stuff in a few months because I was consuming it left and right. All I could do was like eat, breathe, sleep, human design and gene keys and all things energetics. And I just started applying all of this stuff to my own life. And I'm a projector in human design. And I started applying all these things to my life, doing my own experiments with things, you know, doing experiments with friends, you know, like for free, just like, because I was so obsessed with all of this stuff and was like, oh my God, this is radically changing my life. This is the missing link. And it was bringing so much clarity to the Eve, just people in my life and friends and stuff too, where I was like, okay what is my real purpose here beyond Western medicine? Like, I know I have to use this and and help other people uncover their superpowers and their purpose that I'm living out now as a result of this. So I did. I finally had the courage to, to leave corporate a few months later and start my business. And fast forward, you know, this year will be seven years. It's been radically life-changing. Oh my gosh. Well, you give me a specific example of how it changed your life, especially as a projector. And I know we'll get into the different types soon, but I'm just really curious about that transformation that you got after this Google Quest. Yes. When I left corporate, I was a medical executive. And what I loved about my job was I I loved like training my team and training the leadership and training everybody and really pulling out their superpowers. Like I loved having one-on-one meetings with them. I loved being like, here's where I see you thriving in your strengths and really developing them as a leader, whether or not they were going to continue working with me. I love that. I had no idea that was such a projector thing because as projectors, one of our superpowers is seeing other people's superpowers and pulling out their greatness, right? And really helping them develop that. I had no idea that was a projector thing, right? But it was. And so, you know, and this is now, you know, what I started my entire business to do, which is helping people figure out what their superpowers are or hone them and really master them so they can have that level of success and fulfillment they want. And I was already doing that without knowing it. And how cool that that was a projector thing. Oh my gosh, I love that because I know so many people listening are, we kind of devalue what we're naturally good at. We think, oh, other people are good at that too. And that example is, It's so true. And I'm also a projector. And that's why I was raising my hand because like I do that too. Like I talk with my different unicorns and I can like immediately see the path they need to go on and where they're really good. And you take it for granted if you're not aware of how you're truly different than other people. Totally. And we think it's just, oh, that's just my personality. And it's like, well, yeah, but also it's your superpower that you're designed to use if you choose to. And when you do, it makes life way more fulfilling and way more useful when you just leverage it. And the timing of this is so good because over on my small little tiny TikTok account, I've been diving into how to stand out as a service provider with your services and pricing guide. And we've been going over discovery calls inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School. And one thing I'm so huge on is your unique selling proposition. Sure, like we all have to have that, but your personality, how are you different and how can you lean into that? Because that's where we'll be the most confident, especially if we're starting something new, offering a service for the first time. And we really try to lean into that. So we were talking a little bit about Clifton Strengths recently. Now this is quite interesting. You and I are in a group and I heard you go on this whole workshop about launching and how we do protect our energy and show up in launches. And you just blew my mind. 
And I thought, oh my God, I need to have my unicorns listening to this because we're all dealing with those kind of clients launching. We are wondering like, why is this not a good fit? Why do I feel so resentful and burnout? And we need to have that awareness for ourselves. But it's also very meta becomes a selling point for ourselves too. So I want to dive into all things human design with you. But first, can you give a little bit of a synopsis for somebody who's brand new to it like I was a year ago? Definitely. So uh, the way I think I like to describe human design is at the blueprint, essentially, of who we were designed to be before conditioning, before trauma, before the world told us what we should be or should do for XYZ. And so it's this huge permission slip and reminder of coming back to how we're actually just meant to thrive in the world by being who we are, right? So it's releasing conditioning and just coming back to what our innate superpowers and strengths are and living from that place in life. And this can be applied to literally like any domain of life you could possibly imagine. So when we're looking at it from a business perspective, it's life-changing for the business because when you can just realize that you can work with your energy rather than in resistance to it and just knowing what your superpowers are and just leveraging that the first time around saves you time, it saves you mistakes, it saves you wasting money, right? And you're able to get to your goals way quicker by the path of least resistance and actually be fulfilled because it feels easy because you're working from your superpowers. I love that so much because we really have to know what we're good at. We have to protect our energy. We can't burn ourselves out on behalf of someone else's business when we're a service provider or a service-based business. And that clarity is just so important. I see so many unicorns come from my world. I give them the tools to get started. And I have to tell them, like, you are going to gain clarity. You're going to evolve. You have to take action. And this is just part of it. Like, learning about yourself. So I'm hoping human design can kind of speed that up because it can be a painful process that takes service providers years to figure out. So I love that we're going to talk about this today. But I have to ask you, is there like one human design that makes the best service provider or can we find strengths in all of them? We can definitely find strengths in all of them. Yes. And when we can realize just kind of like what those strengths are, it takes all this emotional charge out of it. We don't have to have all this guilt and shame and, oh, well, I'm not good at that. Well, I'm really great at this. So let me just focus on this piece, right? And that's what's so beautiful. Each design has its own strengths. So leveraging those are important. Okay. So how do we find out our design? So you can find your design pretty much, you know, anywhere on the internet, but you can go to my website. It's totally free. It's danielle-laura.com slash human design chart. You just enter your information. It will prompt you with the stuff that it needs. It needs your time of birth, date of birth, and place. You want to get it as close to the exact time as possible. And it will populate this chart for you. And you are not going to know what the heck any of this means. It has like signs and symbols (laughs) and numbers. Yeah. So it will tell you some basic info and then it will show you your chart. So I encourage you, you know, find an interpreter or a human design expert who can help you understand this for you. But there are some basic awesome superpowers of each type that I'm happy to go into if you want. Yeah, I would love a recap on all of them, especially so people listening will be like, oh, I think that's me. It would be fun if they go take the test and find out. Yeah. Air with us over on Instagram too. I want to hear. But yeah, give us that synopsis. Okay, so we have generators. Generators make up 70% of the population. So generators are solution-focused beings. So their superpower is literally just creating a solution that someone says they need. They just respond to a need, create a solution, boom, easy, right? So they're very creative people. They can see things in a lot of different ways and create a really epic solution based on exactly what someone says that they need by simply responding to that need with their strength. Yeah. What does that look like in the online space? A lot of us are serving, you know, coaches and influencers and bloggers and membership site owners and course creators. So would that be more likely the client or can that be the service provider? It can totally be either one. So for example, maybe you're a VA working with a relationship coach, for example, right? And They need help strategizing all of their ideas and coming up with new ideas for their social media content, for example, right? A generator could create like this awesome spreadsheet or calendar or something, content calendar with all of these epic ideas that this relationship coach can expand upon and then leverage and use. So they're not reinventing the wheel. They're not coming up with something out of nowhere. They're just literally responding to a need. And generators have this amazing creative center. So for example, if the coach was a projector, right? Projectors, we don't have defined sacral centers. 
we don't create our own creative energy. So sometimes we might have like creative droughts, right? Where we're like, I have literally no idea what to do. A generator would be perfect for this because a generator has all of this creativity to give you all these ideas that you wouldn't necessarily have had on your own. So generators are great in those positions. I love the example. Thank you. That helps me like understand like what is the solution and the good match between client and teammate. Oh my gosh, that's so smart. Okay, so what? Are, what's so, the other one? There's another one I always hear people bragging about called manifesting generator. <laughs> yes, yes, there's five types. So the other type is manifesting generator. Okay. Similarly to generators, they're also here to create solutions. But the difference is that manifesting generators are meant to actually do multiple things uh-huh. at the same time. I call them the multi-passionate geniuses. They really can handle and do multiple things at a time. So when they're working with someone, they do really well when they're not stuck into just one role, when they're really allowed to use their creativity in multiple ways to amplify whoever it is that they're working with and whatever it is that they're doing for them. So this sounds like it would be a great support person, right? Especially when we are filling different roles. Like sometimes it's not all like a clear like lane, like we get that, but it sounds like a harder client to handle. Well, so yeah, so that's a really good point. In fact, every single manifesting generator client I've ever had has difficulty working with a team. And the reason for that is because they come across as being maybe a little bit all over the place, but it's only because they have so many passions and things they're actually really good at that they want to pursue simultaneously to where they're kind of jumping from thing to thing. So having a team for them, if, if you're a service provider working with a manifesting generator, you can really help them by honing in the details of what needs to be done and when really keeping them on track because they'll be prone to just following each of the passions, which is beautiful. That's what they're designed to do. But if we're doing that all the time without the accountability and support, then you kind of don't get much done, right? It's kind of all these different directions and you're not necessarily moving the needle forward. So having that support team that really helps you stay on track is really key. Okay. I love that. I think we've all had clients like that. When you're listening, you get the whiplash every month. It's a new thing. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we have to go to that client and give them some tough love, but also make them prioritize and like face the fact that they said like two weeks ago that this was their priority, (laughs) right? We have to have those conversations and we have to not take it personally, right? Exactly. It's nothing personal at all. They're just following their passions. They're following those sacral impulses. That's what they're designed to do. And they need help just staying on track and committing to what they said they were going to do, right? Whatever was the priority, just reminding them of that and kind of holding their feet to the fire with that in a way. So what percentage of the population is a manifesting generator? About 30-ish percent. Okay. Interesting. So what if we are the service provider who's this? Because I do... I have some of these unicorns and that's kind of why we have the whole name unicorn because we can be multi-passionate, multi-talented. And it's really cool when we can bring in our knowledge of marketing or business or project management, plus some kind of background in that content and be able to provide a service for our client when we really know their business well, because we have that specialty background. I'm trying to think of a good example, but I had a business owner who came to me and wanted somebody who knew art history, knew digital like courses, and knew digital marketing and elementary education. And I was like, oh my God, this is a big ask. She's not asking them to do everything in their business, but she's looking for someone who kind of is passionate about what she's teaching, which was art history. And so I went in my audience and I found four women who had that background. And I was like, ah, this is the unicorn. But it also sounds like the manifesting generator who can kind of bring bring it together. Absolutely, it is. That's a perfect example. Yes, perfect example. So how would that work as a service provider when we have that design? Okay, so you don't want to niche down too specifically. You might be somebody that helps maybe in like three or four different ways, right? Like maybe you can do social media and you can also help them do the the numbers in the back end, right? And create a content plan and, um, you know, work with the rest of the team, almost like a project manager. You don't want to get too stifled down by doing just one thing because you're going to get way too bored about it and you're going to be prone to wanting to just jump ship and working with someone else. So allowing yourself, knowing what your skill sets are and the things that you're really passionate about and being really honest about that so that you can just give yourself the permission to do all of it. 
Oh my God, I love that because there's so much advice out there that's like, you have to niche down. You have to have it figured out. You have to do one thing for the rest of your life and you better enjoy it. And you're right. This is permission to own that. And if you can say like, I'm a manifesting generator in your discovery call and explain how that's a strength, like they won't see it as your Achilles heel. Like, oh, she's doing too much. She might not actually be good at anything. Like that's not true. Exactly. And they're meant to evolve as they go. Like manifesting generators never have just one career their whole life. If they're in alignment, they're meant to evolve. And even the things that, that they teach, right? Like even if say, like, say you're a coach, you're not going to maybe be a relationship coach forever. Maybe you're going to ebb and flow into then doing business coaching or this or that, right? You are meant to ebb and flow as you evolve with the passions that are then present for you then. So giving yourself permission that you don't have to do one thing, you don't have to be stuck in one thing forever, you get to evolve as you go. And that would be so freeing if you can just accept that and live by that. It's very freeing because I have a lot of women, especially who started their own business and they're like, oh my gosh, I actually really like the marketing. I really like setting up projects in Asana and then they wanna do some freelancing too. And they, like, they're like embarrassed by it. I'm like, you're not a flake. You're not a flake. That doesn't mean this business isn't successful. It just means you can have different passions and you can use it to help other people and make good money. Sometimes that even floats the other business too, right? So, oh my gosh, I love that. What's the next one you have? So then we have manifestors. So Mm -hmm. manifestors superpower is being the trailblazer, really having their unconventional energy to just take the charge and lead the way. So manifestors are going to come up with something that nobody else has seen before, right? They're going to have this like epic concept and they're just going to go for it. And they're not meant to ask for permission or anything. They're meant to initiate and just do it and lead the charge. So if you are working with a manifester or as a support member, for example, it's going to be really great that you allow them to just blaze the trail. Whatever you can do to help them keep blazing as fast and as potently as possible, that's great. You definitely want to do that. And then if you are a service provider as a manifester, you want to know that like you're not meant to follow the path. You are meant to stay in your own lane and do what's never been done before. So embrace your unconventional energy. Embrace the rebel energy about you that wants to do things differently. You are meant to do things differently. You are meant to create something that maybe has never been seen before. And so, you know, don't look to, oh, you know, is everybody doing this? No, especially if you're not seeing it, then you are definitely meant to create it. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I know, I know we all get in that trap, like looking at other businesses, looking at Instagram, start comparing. And then if you just have that like probably icky feeling that you just don't want to do this same thing as everybody, like, is that like a sign that you might be a manifester? It's very possible. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very, very possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what percentage is manifestors? It sounds kind of rare knowing that they are so unconventional. Yeah. It's about 9% of the population. Okay. Are we up to 100? Wait, did you say a generator about, is about 70? Or? Yeah. So this isn't always like exactly 100% because they're, you know, doing new research all the time. Okay. But, um, <laughs> generalities around around these percentages. Okay. Yeah. I was like, we already busted 100. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Our next one is what you and I are both. You and I talk about this in a, a Voxer chat and I've learned so much from you about the projector, but tell us about projectors. Yes, projectors are what I call just the intuitive guides of the world. We do not have a defined sacral center like generators and manifesting generators, which means we don't have consistent access to our own energy. We have to gain energy by other people. So because, you know, our energy ebbs and flows, we have a very unconventional way of how we approach work. Work, quote unquote, for us is not going to look the same every day because we have days that are going to have high energy and days that we have low energy. We can't people. And then days that we have full capacity to people, right? The biggest thing is our superpower, projector superpowers is being the guide. It's allowing you to kind of be a little more high level, show people what they can't see for themselves. That to us is so obvious that to them, they just can't see. And 
guide them into the next steps, right? You're not inventing the wheel. You're not creating all the things that don't need to be created. You're simply guiding them into what it is that they need and allowing, you know, one of your biggest superpowers is your intuition and your ability to see what other people can't. So really pulling upon that and really allowing yourself to take the time to nourish that and nurture yourself because you're going to be able to serve way greater and have even more profound insights that guide people in even greater ways if you are allowing yourself that time to ebb and flow when you're in your high waves or when you're in your low energy wave and just trusting that. So if you are on a support team, if you're a projector as a support person in someone's business, you're going to be really beautiful being able to see the gaps of where things are potentially missing, as well as the areas of amplification, right? Where can we shine the light on something that, that we are helping someone with to make it even better, right? Or how can we tweak this to make it, you know, to have their desired results happen even faster? right? And really like putting that bird's eye view that other people aren't seeing, right? Because we have this beautiful way of seeing patterns, right? Which gives us clues to things. And then if you are a service provider and you're a projector, allow yourself to be the guide. You don't have to solve every problem of everything ever. Allow yourself to, to drop those nuggets of wisdom, let them land with people, help people, you know, guide them to where they need to go with your really profound perspective of things. Oh, wow. I think I heard you say something too about, can projectors make good project managers? Did I hear you say that or am I messing that up? Okay. Yep, you heard me say that because we're able to be high level enough yet detailed to where we don't miss anything, right? So a project manager is a great position because you can you can oversee everything that's happening, making sure everybody has what they need, guiding them to what it is, you know, in the next phase, but also making sure that nothing gets missed, right? And that everything that needs to be met is being met because you can see again what other people might miss. You don't need to spend two thousand dollars on another course. You don't have $30,000 to spend on a mastermind. So where do you go if you are in the messy middle of owning and running and operating a service-based business? You come to the Digital Marketers Workgroup. This is an exclusive membership that provides the training and the support and the job opportunities to get to the freelancer holy land, where you're working with dreamy clients, commanding premium rates, but you're not sacrificing your schedule and your time. You still have time with your loved ones. The Digital Marketers Workgroup can help you get there, especially if you feel stuck, if you feel like you're jockeying way too many clients and you need help really niching down and positioning yourself as the go-to expert. Get your applications in now for the workgroup because we are opening again at the end of March, beginning of April. When you join now, you'll get access to our brand positioning workshop and the Work With Me page writing workshop, both happening in April. We have amazing guest speakers coming throughout the summer. This is your time to really hone in on your business, prioritize your work instead of always bending over backward for your clients. The link to apply is below. We want your business set up. We want you confident in your client work, able to take on clients. Apply now and we'll be in touch. Back to the show. The whole ebb and flow thing is very interesting to me because I think I always thought something was kind of wrong with me. Like you and I, we've talked about calendars, but like I had something time blocked to do this morning and I didn't do it. And I didn't want to do it. <laughs> and yep. I, stayed in my, <laughs> I stayed in my sweats and I'm a very like dominant. I take a lot of action. I get a lot of stuff done. But I think as I become more aware in my business that I do need to be in certain zones to give my best and just to like let myself off the hook. But that was a big one for me because I feel like we're like preached at to be consistent, consistent. And I know consistency has grown my business, but that doesn't mean, I don't even know what I'm trying to say right here. Like, well, you know, that's a great point because projectors are actually not designed to be consistent. Because we do not have consistent access to our energy. Mm -hmm. So this is the thing, especially in scheduling and calendaring and stuff, projectors do well. Like, for example, like I'll give you from my own life. I only create about five to seven days out of the month. The rest of the month, I'm just maintaining what's already been created. Like if I'm in my my high wave and I have all of the energy and the creative power and all of that, I'll work 10 hours for four days in a row and I'll get everything done for a month. 
then the rest of the days I'm not really working. I'm just showing up powerfully to, you know, for my client calls and just maintaining, executing, having my team schedule out the rest of what I already created when I was in my highway. Right. So it really calls for projectors to be more flexible because you don't know, you might have something planned and then, you know, you don't have the energy to create all this content that you thought you were going to have. So when you do have it, leverage it and double down on it, because that's kind of almost the unfair advantage, quote unquote, we can get way more done with greater potency in less time because we only have certain spurts where our energy is really on point. Yeah, it's almost like manic because the other day I had to write some emails and I was like, boom, 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 knocked them out. They were beautiful. Then like all the copywriting was on par. I was very proud of myself. And then today I needed to write a couple pitches for a client. I'm like, I just, I, I can't, I can't. I mean, they're not due, so I'm okay. No one worry. But I do kind of have this stress for somebody if your clients are expecting you to show up in their business every day, like say you have bigger chunks of time, like how would you fight that energy flow? Or do you? <laughs> well, I would say if you want the path of least resistance, I wouldn't recommend that for a projector. I would recommend positions where you have just timelines and deadlines. Yeah. So that way, you know, when you are in your highway, you can just knock the stuff out and you can still get it done by the deadline rather than having daily deliverables. Because that, I mean, granted, we can always use our human resiliency to get things done. I don't want anybody to think right. that projectors don't have the capability. We are yeah. so highly capable to the point of being prone to burnout because we sense what everybody needs. We're hyper empath. Uh-huh. However, if we don't want to go into burnout or depletion, I would recommend not having daily deliverables. Allow yourself to have more spaciousness. Maybe you have, you know, things that are due on a monthly basis, right? Or each week you have XYZ deliverables. So that way you can do them when you're in those high waves and you're on point with your creative energy. Oh my God, you guys heard it first. Danielle says, if you're a projector, switch over to project rates. You will love your business. <laughs> You have all the spaciousness and the freedom. And you also called it, if you need to make money, you make money as you're building your reputation. Like it takes a while to get to projects, but oh my God, thank you. That was like such a good moment of clarity. So what percentage of uh, the population is a projector? A little less than 20. Okay. So it fluctuates. Yeah, I said, I know we're over a hundred at this point, but this is, you know, it's, they're constantly redoing all of the stats for this. I think that's interesting too, because if you know, oh, there's not as many, you know, as a manifesting generator, you know, you can use that to your advantage too. So I like that. Okay. And then the last one is very unique. I don't know a lot about this one, but tell us about it. So this is reflectors. They're only around 1% of the population. So really rare. And reflectors, I call them the mystical mirrors. They have no defined centers, meaning they don't produce any of their own energy. They take on the energy of everyone that is around them. And they have this amazing superpower of being able to beautifully reflect back to whoever is in front of them, whoever they're working with exactly what needs to be reflected that could be the key, the potency, the clarity that they need to make a shift. And the most beautiful thing is, again, they're not reinventing the wheel. They're not coming up with something out of nowhere, but they have the superpower of listening and rephrasing and mirroring back in such a powerful way that allows the recipient to then, boom, oh, I get it now and have the level of clarity that they need because of how beautifully they can articulate back what they're seeing that the other person can't see, very similarly to a projector. Wow. Why are they so rare? I mean, that seems like such a gift. Why is it so rare? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it's so rare. But it's really, really cool if you if you know a reflector or can have a reflector on your team in a support role because they're going to be able, kind of similarly to projectors, but in their own unique way, really be able to, but the cool thing is th they take on the energy of whoever they're around. So if a reflector is working with a generator, they're going to have all of this extra energy to amplify the energy and project of what the generator is bringing through. Like a close. <laughs> exactly. Right. Conversely, if they're working with a projector, you know, reflector and projector, both non-safe role beings, then they might be more of the guide, more of the support, more of the intuitive to amplify that in the projector. So they really are kind of like a chameleon. They take on the energy of whoever they're around, which I think is, a, is an amazing superpower to have as a business owner. Wow. What would it be like? It seems like this reflector would be a good coach, a good therapist, a good um, amazing, in, in those yeah. roles. So they probably make a great client, but what about serving those type of clients? The thing that you want to do if you're serving a reflector is be their powerful mirror. The thing about reflectors is because they're always taking on the energy 
of whoever they're around, they often don't know what's theirs or what's not theirs, right? In terms yeah. of like, okay, is, is this idea mine or is this desire mine or is this somebody else's? So asking them questions that allow them to come to their own clarity and make decisions that are truly from their own heart and spirit rather than what they are expected to do or think that they should do, quote unquote, based on what someone else wants of them. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. That kind of brings up a question I had based on something you said earlier. How would we know if we're not in alignment? Like what would be some of the symptoms about that? That I'm hoping this human design will give you all the clarity, but like what is some of the pain we're experiencing right now when we don't know this? Yes, this is great. So let's go like each one. Okay, Okay. what is the sign you're out of alignment? So generator, you're gonna be out of alignment if you're feeling you're not self-theme of frustration. This is the the core emotion you're going to feel when you're out of alignment. You're going to be frustrated with, you know, what's happening or therefore what's not happening because you're probably trying to fit a mold and do something that someone tells you you should do rather than it coming from what you actually want to do and what's actually exciting for you. Generators are meant to are designed to live from their their sacral impulses, meaning the things that excite them and light them up. So you're going to feel frustrated when you're not doing what actually lights you up, when you're not really using your gifting, or you're fitting into a mold and feeling like you have to do something that you don't actually want to do. Do you think there's a support role that would just be a good fit or a bad fit for a generator based on that? It would really, I think, come down to personal desire. You know, like if there is a generator who just hate sitting still and listening and having to be a support system, like that maybe not be the greatest role for them. But maybe if they're a more active person, a great role would be something that would require action, like creating a social media content calendar, for example, or mm-hmm. making 27 cold calls a day for a sales team, right? Or whatever the case is, but okay. something that whatever's going to light them up in a way that is active and using that sacral center is going to be a really big deal. Well, and the good news, there are so many opportunities for implementation, right? Like no matter if you're more creative or more analytical, building funnels to uploading courses into Kajabi versus like social media design. So there's a lot of options there. But yeah, if you really like to get things done and you're very action focused, that's good insight. Yeah, action oriented people. Yes. Okay. What about manifesting generators? Like how are they out of alignment? Yeah, you're also going to know you're out of alignment when you're also feeling frustrated, similarly to generators. But it's probably because you're trying to do way too many things and you're not actually moving the needle forward on any one of them. And therefore, you're not seeing a quick result. And therefore, now you are so frustrated because manifesting generators want to see results like yesterday. So if you're not seeing those quick results, then you're going to kind of lead to frustration. And usually what that's indicative of is you probably don't have the right support to help you carry out what you said you were going to do. And you're getting too swept up in all the fun ideas. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just had the picture of the client that like never gets us the thing that we need to do to be able to finish it. And we're just like (laughs) bottlenecked and we're stuck and we're frustrated and we're hurting the cats and like nothing's like coming to fruition. Oh, I love painting these pictures. Not that I'm trying to be a Debbie Downer, but I think this is so insightful about like why things like aren't working as smoothly. Like we know there's a better way it can be done. So what about the manifest? Manifestors are going to feel out of alignment when you're feeling this energy of anger. And anger is going to come up for you when you're not allowing yourself to be the trailblazer or when you feel like you are having to fit in or tone yourself down to be more palpable for somebody. It's going to cause this internal angst that is going to be unbearable in a way until you allow yourself the freedom to just be liberated and do you and blaze the trail. That makes so much sense. Like, okay projectors, you and I, when when are we out of alignment? I have some ideas, but I want to hear what you say. <laughs> yeah. So our signature theme is satisfaction. So when we are not being satisfied, when we are getting bitter, that's when we're out of alignment. And we're going to be getting bitter when we are over giving, over delivering, when we are offering way too much of ourselves that was not even asked for. Nobody invited us to do all these things. We're just doing it out of the quote goodness of our heart. But then we get bitter because then we're not feeling recognized or appreciated for all of the stuff that we're doing right? <laughs> or, or that our, our value isn't being seen. And then we get frustrated and bitter and that's never a good thing. So if you're feeling a little bit bitter or a little resentful of like, why am I not being seen? Why am I not being appreciated? Oh my gosh, my wisdom is so brilliant. Nobody's even seeing it. More than likely you're out of alignment in some way. I have felt like this with a client before, like very bitter, very angry and 
Wei was outperforming, way out delivering. I even feel that too sometimes with my own students, not to not to be negative now, but we are talking about this in Voxer. It's like when you give, 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 and they're not taking action. We say you can lead the horse to the well, but you can't make them drink the water. I get really frustrated because I, I see so many possibilities and I'm so full of hope, but I also can't be the one to do the work. And so I, I find that happening to me just to be just to be honest. Totally. It happens. And that's why we really have to safeguard our energy, allow ourselves to be invited into things, be asked for things and not just overgive too freely because that's incorrect for our strategy. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us projectors who are service providers, that's a good time to say, here's my calendar link. Here's the payment link. Come meet me after you put money in the bank and then we'll talk and like have that boundary, have that fence because it's way too easy to do that. So I'm totally guilty there. What about reflectors? Do they have insight on that or? Yeah. So reflectors are going to feel out of alignment when they feel way too much pressure, when people are putting pressure on them, especially around a timeline. Reflectors are really, in terms of making big decisions, that they need a lot of spaciousness. Technically, that you want to wait like a full lunar cycle, which means around a month or so. Now, a lot of reflectors get so frustrated about this, especially in entrepreneurship, because they're like, no, uh-uh, gotta make quick decisions. Let's go, let's go, let's go. But if you're feeling too much pressure, it's actually going to stifle the reflector and kind of put them in a lot of like analysis paralysis, basically. Okay. And then they're not going to be able to take any action. So allow yourself, reflectors, to create spaciousness and, and allow. Allow yourself, be honest with the fact that you need some time to make decisions on things. Like you don't want to be rushed, right? Because if you feel rushed and you feel a pressure, you're going to get out of alignment and you're going to make decisions that are out of alignment because they're not coming from you. You're feeling the energy that's taken on from other people. Mm. So it's not coming from the depths of you. And then you're going to get frustrated in the end too, and probably bitter as well. Yeah. It sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like all of the negative things. Oh my goodness. So I know there's so much more to this because when we were talking, there are extra arrows. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Explain it. Cause like, I don't get any of the other things. I, I think I am a three, five. I think I, I like look this up and then I forget it and it doesn't mean a lot, but what do we do with these numbers and all of that? The cool thing is you can literally apply the different aspects of your chart to anything in business. Like you okay. can literally, you can leverage your profile lines, which are th- those numbers. You can leverage your define centers, the centers that are colored in, the ones that are white, the numbers, the arrows to literally determine anything from the type of program you should offer, the type of service you should offer, your pricing who you should work with, who's best to have on your team, how to manage your message, how to even create your schedule, right? All of this means something specific for you. We could spend an entire day going through each and every single (laughs) one of these things. But the biggest thing is start with your type, your strategy, and your authority. If you know nothing else but those three things, it will already be a game changer for you. And then if you're, you know, whenever you're ready to explore deeper, find someone, whether it's myself or or someone you resonate with to really help you uncover what all of these other chart properties mean. So you can really start applying them to your business for just the path of least resistance. Yes. And that is exactly what I wanted you to say. So what is the strategy and the authority? Is that what you said? Are those the two numbers that come with it? Those are the profile lines. So those are great to know too. But if you want to just have a basic foundation, and I actually, I have a free e-guide that goes into all of this. If you want it, I'm happy to give it to you for your listeners. Yeah. Yes, of course. And it will tell you, it'll break down those three things for you, your type, your strategy, and your authority. Your type is the, you know, what we talked about, like the five different types, generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors, reflectors. And that's going to give you the basis of your, your innate superpowers, which we touched on a little bit here. Then your authority is how your intuition speaks to you and ultimately how you therefore make decisions. It's kind of like your foolproof intuitive mechanism that you can really trust and you want to, you want to live from so that you're making aligned decisions, of course. And then your strategy is how your innate energy works best in the world around you and how you can really leverage that for the path of least resistance, whether that's in business or relationships or anything for that matter. Okay. That makes so much sense. And why I like that is, I think I told you I have a twin brother. We're both Sagittarius. We're born seven minutes apart and like, yeah, we're so different, right? We're so different. Mm -hmm. And I know there's other things that go into it, but like the sign never felt right. (laughs) The sign never Mm -hmm. felt right. I mean, you can, you have a love of travel or whatever and, you know, be spontaneous and be a Sagittarius. But I love that you have those options and you were saying that it can help you fit your 
your offers, your scheduling, like how you live your life. It goes so much deeper than, okay, I'm this one type and that's me. Oh, there's different variations to know about. So you have a freebie for us. I think you call it the human design yes. of business. Yep. And it gives you kind of 10 actionable steps of how you can leverage what aspects of your chart where in your business for ease and success. Okay, good. Because I'm hoping this podcast, like, you know, perks somebody's interest, wants them to know more about themselves. You can download it in the show notes and then you can get those next steps. So it goes far beyond the type, which is really what I wanted you to mention. And then when you were talking about launch management, I mean, you were talking about these little arrows and you went so deep. I mean, there's so much more about how you should launch, how you should protect your energy. And I was like, this is amazing. Yes. And that's what's so amazing. A lot of people like, especially people that maybe don't have enough awareness of human design, or maybe they saw like, you know, one reading or one YouTube video and they don't really understand it enough, kind of almost think that it's limiting and like, it's just another personality test. Yeah. And I always like to (laughs) debunk that. It is not a personality test. Every single part of your chart is unique to you. Now you're going to have the same type as someone else. Yeah. Cause there's only five types, but just because you and I are both projectors does not mean that we're alike in all of the things. There's going to be so many differences between us based on all of the other chart properties, the numbers, the symbols, the signs the arrows. And all of those can be applied to different areas of life. So it really is your unique blueprint that nobody in the world is going to have the exact same one as you. So when you can get beyond just the the basics and you really want to leverage this in your life, right? We can go so deep into the nuances of anything. And that's my jam. That's my specialty. That's what I love, love, love doing, pulling out your specific custom blueprint of anywhere in life you want to focus on based on your energetics. Yeah, it goes so much more into business, like how you mother, how you in relationships, like, oh my gosh, yes, I love this so much. I just had this like little moment here where I think about people and service providers who are just in this spot of like, they're always stuck on figuring out their pricing. They're stuck on figuring out like how to run their business. They're really wanting to create a dream business where they have that ultimate freedom, like the vision of, you know, everyone's unique right here. And I just feel like this could be so key on unlocking what you need and how you need to set it up. And then I feel like the follow-up conversation that I need to do in a podcast is the boundaries that you put in place beyond that, you know, because now you have this permission, Danielle is giving you permission to watch out for your energy, set your business up in this way. And I just know a lot of people need to like, go back to square one and kind of reinforce those boundaries that will help them actually live like that. As service providers, we we end up kind of just self-sacrificing for our clients all the time. Like we're so desperate to get the work. And I don't mean desperate in the bad way, in the I'm trying to build this. I'm in hustle mode, yeah. the startup phase. And once you're kind of out of that and you have more freedom, and I mean, it'd be great to be doing it from the get-go, but like, let's be real. Once you started building your reputation, now you're really ready to design a dream business. And I think this is so key. And I personally have been on a little bit of a personal journey with this business and figuring out like, man, I am just now realizing four years in, Danielle, that I need like more rest time. And you use the word spaciousness. And I was like, I have not been doing that because I've been in like hustle mode, like run, 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 get it all done, get it all done. And I was like, wow, this is like not how I want to live my life at all. So I was oversharing there a little bit, but I hope everyone listening can understand why we had you on the show. We're wetting your whistle. There's so much more to learn. And can you tell everyone a little bit about where we can go learn more with you? Yes, absolutely. You can find me at my website, which is danielle-laura.com. You can find me on Instagram at underscore Danielle Laura underscore. And I'm pretty much Danielle Laura on any social media account, humanly possible. So you can always find me. And it's not Danielle Luna, like I kept thinking your last name was. It's Laura, <laughs> Laura, Laura. I will spell it right. Okay. And you do you do one-on-one coaching and you have a course too that goes deeper in this, right? Yes. I have several human design and business courses as well as also in parenting and relationships and all that other stuff. All things human design is my jam as well as a monthly membership. If you want to really have like hands-on support with other people and like really go into your design on a monthly basis, um, there's a membership for that too. Okay, cool. And then before we go, I have two questions I'm starting to ask everyone on the show and a little bit of a lightning round. One, what's a good question that we should ask on our intake form as a service provider? And I think this podcast gives us the good question, but go for it. (laughs) 
I mean, I think you should absolutely know what someone's design is. Because if you're going to serve them in the most powerful way, you need to know, okay, what are their superpowers? What are they like when they're out of alignment? And so you kind of have the bigger picture of how you can really support them the very best. Yes. And for yourself too. Yeah. You're an aligned fit to work with them. Agree. Agree. Maybe even make it part of your onboarding if it's not in an intake call. I see like so much you could play with here. So, and then the second question, how are you using AI in your business right now? Oh, so as a projector, I love using AI for idea generations because, you know, like I said, we don't have that defined creative center. There's only a few days out of the month where I actually feel creative. So the other days, if I need another idea for something, I love using AI to help me generate other ideas. And then from there, I can hone into my genius and then create something. But sometimes I just need something to get me started with an idea and then I can run with it from there. And it's really helpful for me. Oh my gosh, that is so good. I think especially ChatGPT is good for ideation and I will do that just to get my brain going and skip that step. And then you can really see what resonates with you. What are you like disagreeing with? Because that's always a good sign you should lean into something even bolder. Like sometimes me just seeing crappy ideas gives me a better idea. <laughs> you know totally. what I mean? <laughs> yes, we learn through contrast. <laughs> yeah, thank you. you. You always have the smart version how to say that. Okay. All right. This was such a pleasure. Thank you for being here on the show. And we look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram and taking your business guide to figuring out how we can apply this to our business. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me, Emily. I had an awesome time. <laughs> Good. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Please go download Danielle's freebie. It's called Human Design in Business Guide. It's going to help you discover the secret to aligning your business. She's going to talk about how to do different offers, working in your zone of genius, how to show up in your daily content. Like those of you who are stressed about social media, it's not you. It's probably your human design and that's okay. She's also going to give you insight into building a dream team. Use this for your client work, but also for yourself, right? And then most importantly, your ideal work schedule, because you need to watch out for your energy flow. You need to be working in your zone of genius when you're on fire and not making things hard. Don't work against your energy. Go download that business guide in the show notes. And please reach out to Danielle on Instagram. Tell her you found me through this podcast. Tag us both. Let us know what your human design is. Let's start with that. I'm really curious, really, really curious what my community is made up of. I have no idea. So if you're not already part of my broadcast channel on Instagram, It's called Emily's Big Fat Bullhorn. I'm going to do a poll over there as soon as this podcast comes out. Will you please vote in it and let me know? I'm just wondering who my people are. Are you projectors like Danielle and I? Are you a manifesting generator? I don't know. I can't wait to hear. I'm going to pull my work group as well. And while I'm here, don't forget to apply for the work group. We're opening again in April. We're only going to open a couple times this year. We'd love to have you if you're already set up in your business, you're clear on some of your services, and you're ready to take it to the next level. We'd love to have you in the work group. Apply now. Get your application in now. We have some amazing podcasts coming up in the next few weeks. In the meantime, would you hit a five-star review for me? I'm trying to get to 100. Please, please help. We're going to switch things up a little bit going into bookkeeping and finance for virtual assistants, but I promise I'm going to circle back about that boundary conversation that we need to have as freelancers, as service providers, especially knowing our human design. But I wanted to leave you on a quick note. Use your human design in your business. A, it's super trendy, so it shows insight that you know what you're talking about, that you're staying up on business trends, and clients who get it, you'll really connect with them. Clients who know their design are going to be super passionate about hiring and working with the right teammates and contractors, so use it to your advantage. Put your human design results on your About page, your Work With Me page. Use it in some of your social media posts. I would use it on your outreach email, especially if you're in the work group and you're reaching out to these hot leads who already want to work with a marketing assistant. Use it as your unique selling proposition, how you are different than everybody else. Use your human design to your advantage. I would also have it in your services and pricing guide. You know, sometimes we include the Colby. That's another good test too. But I think human design is so much more interesting and helpful than some of the other tests out there. One good segue would be like, hey, 
you know, on a discovery call, ask your clients, get them to talk about themselves, see if they're in alignment and find the ways that your human design can complement and magnify them in their role, right? Especially if your clients already are aware of this, there's just going to be such good synergy. I also encourage you to use it in the intake form like Danielle and I suggested. I think that in general, it gives you good insight to what that type might be experiencing when it comes to their pain and frustration. You can kind of take a stab at that on the discovery call and use it to your advantage. I hope that makes sense. But I really want you to be different. This is all about a unicorn. We are not the same. We are not copycats. We are not cookie cutter. We are all special snowflakes. Like our mom says, we're all different. And this is just one way for you to stand out and be memorable, especially if it resonates with you. All right. See you next time on Unicorns Unite. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. You said something really good, and then I had to clear my throat, and I lost it. <laughs> no worries. Um, okay. Actually, I'm just going to forget my brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. Download this guide. We'll put the link in the show notes. Do you have a pretty link you can say really quick? What? Sorry, I just like lost my page here. Um, you know what? No, it's, it's not like, a pretty um, link. Okay. <laughs> it's not a pretty link. <laughs> <laughs>